stuff. But um, I don't know what else to talk about. This is just my life and who I am and what I do. And if I just talk, what else am I going to talk about? So if you like what we're doing here, you can support us at any time. Uh, go through underneath the video here or the audio. Get the donation tab and you can donate something every month, 10 bucks or something, and keep us going. Uh, we could really use it. Um, so the mind is a very curious thing when you start using that to make decisions for you. Let me have a drink of water. And so by understanding how this works, you really can get to see how it's easy for you and I to get caught up in for and against, or that's good, that's bad, a lot. You see, the mind is what we use when we are judging something, good or bad. As soul, we don't do it. Because as soul, as a spiritual being, we know that you know everything and it's everything is just right. As the saying goes, it's all good. That's where that comes from, or it's all God. As soul, we know that. So we know that we we don't need to or want to try to manipulate anything, right? We just don't. We don't need to. So when whenever we get into judging something, that's good or that's bad. We are actually operating from the ego, which would be called the little self, which would be Patrick, Italian Scorpio guy, I've been around this many years, I do a talk show, I've done this, I've done that, blah, 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 blah. This image I have of what Patrick is. Of course, that's not who I really am. This is just stuff that I've done this lifetime, and I'm doing now, but the real me is a spiritual being behind this facade of my body and my ideas and, and all this stuff. And from that perspective, we don't really say, well, you shouldn't do that, or don't do that, or yeah, that's good, that's bad. We don't, because we know better. Because we know that everybody gets to do whatever they want to do, and we get to do whatever we want to do, and we have no business telling people what they should do, unless they ask for advice, that's different. You know, somebody comes to you and say, you know, I really like the the woodwork that you do. Would you teach me how to do that? You bet. Or I really like the song that you uh, composed. Would you teach me about it? Yeah. That's where the action is, when people can actually come to you and me and ask for help. It's a beautiful thing. When people do that, they're really, uh, it's a very powerful position, very powerful, when we actually ask someone for help. Most people don't do it. Because they, and, and I've been there, and I still get there sometimes, but more and more, I'm not, because I know it's, a, it's just an illusion that I think I know. This, this person has a hint of maybe something that could help me in um, my, my journey here, and all I have to do is help. All i got to do is ask, because I get the sense that they, they knew that. They knew something. Because everyone has something that they can share with somebody else that will help you. That's why we that's why we meet people. That's why we get together with them. That's why we have relationships. That's why we get married. That's why we do all these things with other people. Because everybody that we're with has something that we can um, benefit from if we ask them questions and listen to them.
Pretty cool, huh? Yep, that's how it works. Because why else are we meeting these people? Why else do we run into somebody at the store or online or somewhere? I, don't know. I was going to say at a bar, I don't go to bars. Where do people even meet anybody these days? It's a good question. I can need more water. I remember, recall back in the 70s, I guess, was the really, the hot time. The 70s. And, well, the 80s too. Yeah, the 80s uh, and the early 80s with discos. Were you around then? It was really pretty cool because, I mean, it was just crazy. I mean, you could just find your favorite disco place and this was, oh, 75 and um, late 70s, early 70s, early 80s. I don't know when it stopped. Yeah, I guess about 85 for me. But through that whole time when this whole disco thing was happening and it was so amazing because you would just go someplace and you see all kinds of people and just just meet so many girls and guy girls met so many guys. It was just a wonderful way to people to kind of get together and date and have relationships and very um, clean, you know, clean from a perspective what's going on now. You know, I don't know how people do it now. I guess they do it online, huh? Have you ever done that? I never got involved with that one. I just couldn't, I just couldn't, like, yeah. But anyway. But we do get to people, get with people, because there's something, something there. We're attracted to them for a certain reason, but generally it's because they have some information or some story or some experience to tell us that we want to hear. So we, we, we want to get to know them. That's the way karma works, where spirit um, introduces us to people in whatever way, because divine spirit knows that this person's got something, Patrick, to, to check, check out. See what they see. What's going on with them? Um, what happened to your talk last Tuesday with David Wise? I don't know what you mean, what happened to it. Did it happen? Well, obviously you don't pay attention to our website or our videos. Um, Why would you not know what happened? Come on, pay attention. Look on our website, it's right there. Okay? By the way, By the way, it looks like Greg Reese is coming around to saying the earth is not a spinning ball. I don't know who Greg Reese is. 
Um, what does Steve Falconer or Dr. Bailey say about Epstein-Barr? Does do not infect us. Any idea what is causing the symptoms? Heavy metals? Oh, I don't know. I can. I don't know what Steve or Dr. These things are all um, are just um, uh, detoxifications. Every one of them, in my opinion, every one of them. They're all the body just detoxifying rashes, cancers, um, autoimmune. It's all the body just detoxifying. Could be heavy metals, could be toxic thoughts, mostly toxic thoughts, toxic ideas. Um, But they give names to all these things. So I wouldn't even, in my opinion, you just don't, just move along. It's all made up. Lyme's disease, uh, colds and flus, of course. These things are just names they give detoxification processes and they call them a disease. So if you uh, call them a disease, then you can then treat them. So you got to have something. You got to have cancer or Epstein-Barr or Lyme or whatever, pneumonia, whatever. You got to have a name. And then once you give something a name, like you're being for something, ties to right what we're talking about, or against something, if you're against pneumonia because it's trying to kill you, which is not trying to heal you, then you have something that's for it, which is a vaccine or a drug or something. It's the, it's the concept of exactly what we're talking about, that when you're in the mental realm of believing that things exist because you think they do, you think they do, oh yeah, then you're in that mental realm and immediately there is always somebody, something, somewhere that's going to say just the opposite. Because that's the way the mind works. It is simply a computer. It is not smart. It's simply a computer and it is based on zeros and ones, which is what a computer is. Talk to any computer geek and every computer is built on the idea I, this is as much as I know about computers, of zeros and ones, offs and ons, off and on. That's how a computer works. It's just a mental construct. This is how they do computer images, off and on, off and on, off and on. It is, it is digital. This is why you can tell the difference between a digital image, what all the earth images are, and a real image. And you can take any one of these digital images, we call them CGI, and you can put them in different programs and prove that they're digital. Every one of them. But old people will send you, oh no, there's a thing of Earth taken by the space station. So everything is off and on, off and on. So anything that we become for in this reality... This creates a, another energy. This is so cool. This creates another energy that is against what we just said we're for. So if I say, I don't know, Joseph makes something up. I am, I am, okay, I am for building the biggest, baddest wall around this country. I'm for it. I'm going to really campaign about it. I'm going to write my, my senators and I'm really for it because these people are coming over 
trying to kill us and they're sick and whatever. That energy that just created uh, more energy on the opposite side of there will be somebody who who is equally against putting a wall up and will give you arguments why you shouldn't. That's the way it works here. So you see how that works? So it works the same way for you and I every time we are for something or against it with any kind of energy. It creates just the opposite re, uh, reaction in the mind and it will present it to you. So you, you just get real for something and keep being for it and you're going to start getting all kinds of stuff from the mind which we use to communicate of why what you are for is not true. It's the human condition. It's, it's a trap. And as long as we're in the mental realm, it's a black hole, and there's just no way out. There's just no way out. This is what this whole, so fascinating how this works. Um, zeros and ones. So that's why computers, no matter what they are, no matter how much they tell you they're intelligent, that is a lie. And if I had a farm, I would bet the farm on it. It is a lie. How can a computer be intelligent? Elon Musk, all these AI people, all the media telling you that AI is really dangerous because it's going to take over. That's the big lie. It's not dangerous. It's just a computer. All it can do is put out what's been put in. That's all it can do. It is not intelligent. Intelligence is looking at something from a neutral, spiritual perspective and deciding what decision is the best for everybody. Not just Patrick, but for everybody. That's a real spiritual perspective. And that's the only reason we're here. Computers don't do that. These people are all frauds. AI, G, chat HP, what, what do they call it? Chat HP, all this stuff. They're all just smoking you, baby. They all just want you to be afraid of it because the more you're afraid of it, the more you think it's smart. I mean, it's, it's just so simplistic and obvious that these things aren't smart. They can't be smart. Who's ever programming them tells you what it is. So if Google and Microsoft and Musk are programming this, um, this AI, AI, artificial intelligence, don't you love it how they put the brand name in there? If they're programming it, do you think you're ever going to get anything, the truth from it? The truth is whatever they put in it. So if you think that Elon Musk is giving you the truth or Bill Gates or the Google people or, you know, or Instagram, you know, whatever. Think any of these people know the truth, which is God or good, then you really want to stop, just throw your computer out and go into the woods for a couple of weeks and get your head straight, get your heart straight. No intelligence. Just a program, just like the mind. 
You see, the mind created these computers, came out from the mental world, not from the spiritual realms. The mind created um, all the artificial intelligence. It's a really brilliant name when you think about it. They built just the opposite of what it is to the brand name. They built it right in there. Artificial intelligence. Oh. Brilliant. Brilliant. But this this uh, concept is going to take over everything and if you believe in it, if you get involved in it, you're just putting yourself in a very, very weakened position. I heard, I heard a, uh, by the way, uh, we're live here on the 18th. Care to join us? Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com or you can call too. People, people don't call these days because I don't know why they don't. I think they should. Be fun. Nobody does. Too much. Okay, anyway, where was I? I was about to say something. I got lost. It'll come back. See how it came back? You want to know how to do that? I'll see what came back and then I'll show you how you do that. This is the way you remember things, not the way you've been taught. Okay. What I said was right before I started telling you you could call was that I was listening to the radio. Remember? Roll it back. I was listening to the radio, um, I think last week, I listen to the Austin stations just as you know, just for fun. The talk stations, see what's going on, see what people are talking about. It's mostly the city council in Austin, so woke that you can't believe what the stuff they're doing. But it's a whole other story. It's called Agenda Twenty One. Check that out. Agenda Twenty One. They control all the cities. But I'll go back. And so there was this commercial. And they were, they were advertising the idea that this doctor's office, this big clinic, was using artificial intelligence to find out what's wrong with you. Could you imagine? How dangerous that is? How stupid that is? So they're putting all this stuff that they've been taught. Oh, if you get a rash, you know, put this on it. Or, you know, if you get uh, loose stools, well, then do this. Or if you get constipation, do that. And it's all made up because it's not based on anything but medical school, which is a total waste of time. I don't care what medical school you go to. So they're going to use this to tell people. So all they're going to do is, and this is where it's going, the doctors cannot do even get closer to hearing 
a person, which they barely do now, they're going to do less of that and get have some computer tell them what drug to give them. This is where the medical system is going. You watch it. And it's going to be worse than ever. It's going to be killing more people than ever. Uh, these doctors don't know they're killing people because they're just ignorant. They don't know. They went to school for eight years, and maybe they're going to do what these professors told them to do because I spend $400,000 getting a medical degree, and I'm going to do what they tell me what to do. So, baby, you want to stay out of this stuff because it's, it's just mad. It's just a bunch of psychopaths wanting to control you. This is the big one this lifetime, baby. I, I, never, thought, I, I never thought this was going to happen so quickly. I always kind of knew that these people, these globalists, these one-worlders, and the money people that I've studied are going to really go after uh, humans even more and more. I kind of knew it, you know, because you, you could see them uh, ever since they, they killed Kennedy, or maybe not. Uh, there's all kinds of questions there still. But anyway, ever since that happened, and, you know, they've been just kind of piling on and wanting to, um, wanting to um, mm, control us even more, you know, even more. And boy, are they doing it now. And look at what happened with the last three years. Whoa, man. Oh, yeah. And you think they're going to stop? No. You see, the thing is that there's a great swath of people like you or I who, who know the jig is up for these people. We know what they're up to, you know, with the injections. We know. We just know. We know. And there is millions. And on the other end, there's multiple millions, probably, I don't know. I wish I knew how many people are awake. What would you think? I think it's about a third, maybe. If I had to get it, well, that'd be a lot, wouldn't it? Well, it could be. Say, so what do we have uh, in this country? 330 million. Of course, they're coming across the border 20,000 a day, so you've got to keep adding that up. It's like the national debt. Anyway, <laughs> so how many would you guess out of 330 that are awake understand what's going on with the medicine? I don't know. Who knows? But whatever. They're going to they're gonna grab these people. They, they believe it. that's a low-hanging fruit. So they're going to go after low-hanging fruit and they're going to get everybody that wants to get on board with the central bank digital currencies, with um, um, AI, with uh, the medical model, with, um, I'm on Facebook now, so I, you know, this model. Ow, 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 with that. See, their AI bot cannot pick that up on Facebook. <laughs> We gotta do sign language. Sign language. Oh, and they'll, and they'll they'll probably at some point figure out how to do sign language when we go to the B word, and you know, 
gaslight you there. It's all computers, so, you know, the computer can do damn near whatever you want it to do, darn near. Okay, um, so we're going to talk to Steve Falconer on Wednesday, so we're going to talk about taking this flat earth meme to another level and looking at the possibility that the maybe the entire flat earth movement was perpetrated by the same people that perpetrated the heliocentric model 500 years ago, the Freemasons, the globalists, the Looney Tunes, psychopaths, because they just wanted to keep us confused and fighting with each other. This is what I think is going on. So we'll talk to Steve. He's great. I don't have any right answers, and we're not going to know for sure, but we're going we're gonna to kick around some ideas. Excuse me. Uh, Dr. Klinghart still believes in retroviruses, which Judy Mikovich taught him about they were doing. Next time Steve or Sam Bailey comes on, can you please ask them about their thoughts on such? I don't need them. I know as much about this stuff as they do. In, in general, they know all the, you know, not, I mean, they know the nitty-gritty. They can explain you exactly blah, 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 blah. So I shouldn't say that I spoke to. But I, it, it, viruses don't exist. So I don't care what Dr. Klinghardt says. and He's a wonderful guy. And, uh, but they don't exist. Retro or non-retro, they don't. If somebody can prove it, you know, knock yourself out. So you're just kind of chasing down a black hole. You don't even need to go there. Just let it go. This emailer is just having a hard time themselves believing that germs don't exist. So get over that. Get over that, and you're done. Move on to something else. And, you know, getting people's opinion on something doesn't do anything for you. Why would you care what Steve Falconer or Judy or Dr. Bailey thinks about retroviruses? Just work it out for yourself. Get to the point where viruses don't exist in your heart and you're done. But if you keep asking people's opinions, there's always going to be somebody else's opinion you want and their opinion doesn't matter. Just a little tough love for this emailer. Their opinion, my opinion, doesn't matter. Figure it out. Look at it. Come to your conclusion. Is there evidence? Real evidence? If there's not, let it go. Check that one off the list and move on. This is where freedom is, but when we keep asking somebody's opinion about what we should do, this is a very weakened position as a soul. Weak. Weak. Now, when we ask them with an open heart and just say something like, okay, so can I just give up this virus thing? What do you think? And if you really ask them with a sincere, open heart, you know, and if you believe, I, I wouldn't even do that. I mean, because it doesn't matter what they think. <laughs> so I just got down to black hole myself. You just got to come to it yourself. You know, people who drink, people who do drugs, they can go to meetings, and Dr. Massey will tell you this, and we talked about it in this morning's show. 
and they'll do this and they'll do that, and it's great, and you can do methadone and whatever they give you, but at the end of the day, the end of the day, when soul, who you and I are, come to the conclusion that we don't like well, how we feel when we drink or do drugs and we're going to stop, game over. And not until then. These are miracles when souls flip and they go, man, I'm done. That's a miracle. And these kind of miracles go on all the time. Well, not, they're pretty rare, really. I mean, how many people do you know that you can talk to about these kind of things and they'll say, wow, you know what, Patrick? I just really see what you're saying. You're right. I don't want to be right, but the earth isn't spinning. I remember the year, I remember the moment I came to my, that conclusion. It was three or four years ago. I was watching all these videos from Erwan, what's the guy's name? You know, the 13 videos. I still have them here on my computer some, somewhere. And it was the uh, Lost History, those videos. Every time I mention it, people ask me to send them to them. And I will email me and I'll send the, I send the links to them, the Lost History. And it goes all back to the Tartaria and the mud flood and all of the fake um, um, history. And it's all, it's all made up because it's just, it, it just is. And, but I, I, you know, I, was, I was contemplating it for years, thinking people were crazy. But I, I just, at one moment, I just got it, you know. I just got it. Wow. We are not spinning around on a ball. And I just knew it. Not from what they said, but I came to a spiritual decision. Very powerful. People can't ever, ever take that away from you. Because you know. You know. And I'll uh, always remember that I was up probably for two or three days, barely slept, I doze off every now and then, just contemplating that idea. Wow, it's just solid. I don't know where we are, but it's just, we are not true. So that's one of the questions we and Patrick and Steve Falconer are going to answer on, not answer, but ask the question. I don't know what the answer is going to be. Okay, Steve and Patrick, if we're not spinning around the sun, as they claim, where are we? Where are we? And I think if you follow that question, that's the secret that the globalist, the Freemasons, you know, just, they all play golf together, they all meet and sit with each other, are up to is keeping us away from this truth of where are we. So we're going to talk about it Wednesday, the 20, 20th, 10 o'clock Central. So be here, be square. Gerald says, how, how can you say that Dr. Klinghardt is wrong? 
he's been in medical school, he's a doctor, you don't know what you're talking about. You really, okay. You want to believe him? Go ahead, believe in a germ. Go ahead. I don't care. Uh, in relation to a previous emailer's note, Greg Reese is the author of the Reese Report. Oh, thanks. And is affiliated with Alex Jones' InfoWars outfit. Oh, most everything he puts out is very well researched and articulated in a concise form. Oh, I think I've seen some of his videos. Yeah, they're good. They got this RRR thing. Yeah, I've seen some of those. Yeah, no, this guy's good. I like him. To my understanding, he will be presenting at this year's Flat, uh, flat Over Fest in Las Vegas. Oh, that's the festival Dave Weiss mentioned during your most recent dialogue. Oh, Greg would be uh, would make an interesting interview. That's for certain. Oh man, you know I would love to go to that. When is that? October, like soon, in Vegas. Flatoberfest. I'd love to go to that and meet some of these people. Man, let's put that on the calendar. I know, you know, I don't like to fly, but I would do it. You get a nonstop right Austin, Las Vegas, a couple days. Okay, let's put that in the computer. See, this computer, these computers are smart. <clears throat> they know stuff. Okay, here it is. Flattoberfest, Flat Earth Festival. Events. Buy tickets now. Look at all the people there. Oh, Amanda Vollmer's going to be there. I'd love to meet her in person. Who else? I don't know any of these other people. Isn't Flat Earth Dave going to be there? At the Book Hotel. Oh, let's go. October 21 and 22. How are we done? 12 to 10 on Saturday and Sunday. Oh, man. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Okay. So we got here. Wow. Kind of long. I'll read it. This is from Sam, Justin. The subject today reminded me of a quote by Shakespeare that goes something like, there is no good or bad, only thinking makes it so. Did old William say that? Good for him. He's a pretty cool guy. On a separate but similar note, I've been on a health journey for the past few years and I've been trying to so hard to do everything I can to stay away from unnecessary stressors. The other day, I was traveling from Austin to New York and for the past few years, I've always opted out of the security scanner machine. Oh yeah, yeah, that thing. But for some reason, this time I seemed to sink into a lower consciousness and went through the machine. They shuffled me through like cattle and I raised my arms. Yeah, they do that. And they want to, right? Yeah. 
I raise my arms, um, find my place here, in this mysterious phone booth, scan my body with who knows what amount of radiation, I don't know. I instantly regretted it and have been dwelling on it ever since. I tried to normalize it because most people don't think twice about it, but when I back away, I just can't help but see it as a completely strange and amazing, uh, disingenuous. Why would I ever allow this to happen, knowing how much we consciously avoid it and every other time I've traveled? I know it may, may not be the most productive state of mind to dwell, uh, but is it possible it was a lesson of some kind? I worry and fear I spent I set myself back and I can't quite shake the feeling. Is there anything to fear? Is there a chance this situation could be neither good nor bad and it's just my thinking that makes it so? Yes! See? You knew. You got it, Sam. Sam the man? Yeah. You see, Sam, when you realize, this is so cool, when you realize that there's only now, right? There's only now. So whenever that was, when was it, a few weeks ago? You kind of got a hit from this radiation. And as long as you were thinking about it and thought it was bad and you carry on that loop, this energy was in your body and, yeah, it could cause problems because it's in there. Does that make sense? It's in there. But there's nothing permanent. As soon as you understand that whatever you did that day, which is still now, just undo it. Just, uh, just undo it. Go back, close your eyes, go back to that day, right? Go back to that day. Visualize yourself going around and doing the, doing the people search like I do. It's been a long time. Just have them search you. Just, just, reroute it you just because there's, there's there's only now so you can't do both so you didn't do it you just go back and do it the other way you're done and every time now this is important every time your little mind will come in like tomorrow and say wait a minute that, that guy that dude's crazy man you got zapped and you're gonna yeah don't listen to that. That's just a program. Don't listen to that. That's just that's just a mind. You see, you created the a mind loop, and it may it may hang out for a few days or weeks, trying to tell you that you really hurt yourself. Don't believe it. It's just a mind loop. It's not you. Even though it's it's in that moment, you're in that loop for the moment, and that's why it feels bad. Because the old idea is that we're just observing our thoughts is a lie too. I won't get into that today. We can do that the next time. We are not observing our thoughts. We are our thoughts. So, so for now, just think about that thought. Sam, that was so dumb, you croaked your, 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 <laughs> you croaked your testicles and you can't have babies, whatever. And there'll come a lot of stuff because you read a lot of stuff about it, right? It's just all BS. And yes, I know you're asking, so if it's really the way it is, why you say, I could probably go through that thing, do this, and not 
and know that it can't hurt me, right? Know that it's just energy and it'll go right through me. And yes, you could do that too, if you wanted to. But you know, I like to trust God and tie up my camel. So I would trust God and tie my camel. The trusting God part is knowing that it can't hurt me if I wanted to do it or needed to do it or somebody forced me to. It's not gonna hurt me. But if I wanted to tie my camel, then I would go around and have them do the, do the, you know, check my pockets thing. There's no sense being crazy. Does that make sense? Similar to what I do with um, my blue shield. Let me grab it here. Okay. This is one of our sponsors. This is a blue shield. It's really cool. You just plug it in. And it has a little light on the back, tells you it's on. And it puts out energy 90 yards. And it works on on the whole body's structure, energetic structure, and helps the body to be more um, vital, stronger. And the body figures out a way how to not have the electromagnetic fields from this equipment and stuff, which is a lot. I've got meters. I'm just sitting in a soup um, to deal with it. Okay? So that's what it does. So this is tying your camel. So I don't believe that any of this stuff hurts me. I know it doesn't. And that's the way I live my life. And, but I've had experience in this studio, and this is why you tie your camel, I've had experiences in this studio where I bought into some kind of angst or worry. Oh, the other day I was, um, oh, I was uh, setting the show up to go on the podcast, the audio and the video, and I was really hungry, and it was like 7 o'clock, and the thought came through that I bought into that I really need to eat, I should do this later, and that stress of that, my stomach hurt that moment. And I smiled and I said, okay, just relax. You can eat when you're done. You're, you're fine. And it goes away. So that's how it works. That's how it works. So this little thing helped me to actually see that because it gives, it, it's a spiritual kind of a thing. But that's just my experience. You don't have to think about any of this stuff. Just get one of those. It's called Blue Shield and put one in your home. Here it is on our website, oneradionetwork.com. Go through our webs go through our our website so you um um we'll get a little commission. That little metaphor I gave you on my stomach was not a good example, so but that's how, oh, okay, I didn't get that real clear. That's how I know that um, myself, along with this, let's say I tie my camel, is helping me because I don't feel anything unless I worry about something. And then, and as soon as you worry about something or you get angst about downloading something, well, then your body is weak and these little things will eat you up.
they will eat you up. And this is, in my opinion, another reason why so many people got sick during this whole you-know-what experience. It's because they were getting blasted with five. <laughs> five God. A lot of people got sick from that. But you see, they were in fear because of this was a media V. The only V was in the media and online, right? The only V was in the media and on your computer. Otherwise, there's no V. So people who were in fear of the V, and at the same time they were rolling out a lot of five God stuff, and people were getting sick. And then they would get tested. See what happens when you go down the road of being against, you know, a V or for it? Oh, it exists. I'm for I'm for, I'm for V's. See what happens? And then they took a test called a PCR test. I don't think Facebook's AI smart enough to censor that one. I don't care. Anyway, shouldn't poke the giant in the eye. The giant AI. Anyway. So then they do a test that tells them they've got something, and then when you think you've got something, you don't think you're going to get sick with all the stress and putting on a mask and being locked down. Forget about it. And then people go to the hospital because they feel like they're going to die, and they give them a drug. They put them on a ventilator, the other V word, they kill them. Great email, Sam. Good job. So you're good. You're good. And this is not medical advice because I'm not allowed to do medical advice or I'm not qualified to do it. Spiritual advice. All right, kids, I will see you tomorrow. Adam Bergstrom is here a day early because we needed to coordinate to get Steve on Wednesday, and I wanted to do it uh, as close as I could to Dave Wise because the flat earth idea is in the air. So Adam Bergstrom, tomorrow, one of my favorite guys, good friend. He'll be here tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Steve Falconer, 10 o'clock on Wednesday. Um, let me know if I can help with anything. Thanks for your support. If you like what you hear, 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 hear. If you, if you like what you hear, hear, you can, <laughs> you can, um, please, hear, hear, you can donate to our sites, our site. Yeah, we have a couple part-time people. We have all this crazy electric stuff and internet and we're paying people like, Every month we Microsoft and Adobe and yeah, 
everybody gets a little gets a little thing. I would look at some of the people we do every um, send out. Every, you know, everybody. But that's okay because that's uh, we're supporting themselves. Themselves. That's how they make their living. So everybody is trading back these dollars to support each other. So if you'd like to support us, God love you. Go to the underneath this video. You'll see a link to our donation page, hot link. Or if you're on the audio listening, on the front page, see a donation ad, and you can do a one-time, one-off deal. You got a rich uncle, Uncle Charlie, left you a million? Yeah, throw some more. Just kidding. Throw some more away. And um, thanks for your donations. See you soon. Oh, wait a minute. Somebody just came in. We'll finish with this. Oh, this is back from Sam. Sam and the airport man. Okay, you're so right. What you said completely resonated with me. It's so funny. You mentioned rerouting the memory, and there is only now because earlier I happened to reimagine it in that way in my mind. I avoided the machine and went right around. I'm getting, I'm going to cry here. Good job, Sam. I avoided the machine and went right around it, just like you said, and instantly felt the relief in the present moment. I wasn't sure whether to trust that feeling or not because my mind wanted to then bring me back to something negative. But you reaffirmed the power of rerouting it, redoing it, a do-over in the way, and, I, and I'll keep exploring that now. Thank you so much. I'm truly grateful from Sam. You're welcome, Sam. And you see how Sam got reinforcement, not because I'm so smart, because he asked. He reached out. And he knew he needed to do it because he already knew the answer. I love you all very much. Thank you. Uh, may the blessings be. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. <laughs>